Sit back, relax. Grab your motherfucking tea. And come take a sip with the minorities. Hosted by... Your melanated queen, Dario. Your favorite it boy, Logan. And your token gay, Chris. Oh my god, we finished Game of Thrones yesterday. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. About damn time. Shit was fucking long. The last last season was ass, but... I didn't think it was that bad. They did their best. Like it was, they did their best. It was I. I think it was really good right up until the last fucking four episodes. Like, everything was still really good. The quality was a little shoddy at times. But the storyline was still good. And then the last four episodes, they just fucking rushed everything. They were like, this happens, and this happens, and this happens, and this happens, and everything is tied up in a nice little bow. Yeah. It's like, it just feels like it all happened too quick. No, really, though. Because everything else happens over a span of, like, fucking at least two or three episodes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you guys and your fucking Gay of Thrones. <laughs> Too much. Should watch it. That oh. is porn on HBO Max. That's what it is. That's porn on HBO Max. Yeah, exactly. That's debatable. At least it's quality porn. True. Okay, yeah, but what if your type isn't quality? What if it's not studio porn that you like? No. Huh? Because I want that real shit, that POV. Said POV, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, now that we've talked about porn once in this episode, should we get started? Wow, it's dark as hell. Darker than your mama's pussy on a winter solstice. I fucking hate you. (laughs) It's just gonna have to be dark for a hot minute because I'm very afraid that my outlet's gonna catch me on fire one of these days. Chris... I know, and I'm too scared to plug anything else in, because when I plug something else in, the outlet gets very, very hot. Oh. The outlet or the box? The outlet. You should find a new outlet to work with. Yeah. My, it's already set up. on fire. It is already set up here. I can't just You gotta reset it up for your safety. He said it's been done. Gotta reset (laughs) it. You're so bitch. Okay. You uh, love yourself on fire. How the fuck are we supposed to make this podcast? Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. No, I love you too, Dariel. <laughs> <laughs> I care about your well-being as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joshing you. <clears throat> I love that you say that in all seriousness. That's probably my favorite thing ever. Huh. Joshing you? That you say I'm oh. Josh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Nikki used to just say it all the time, so I just like I just picked it up and I first nature. Mm-hmm. In high school, something that somebody used to always say, um, Miss McDougal. 
Anytime I she loved Miss Miss Dougal. For one class. Really? She's really nice. I had her for biology. I loved her. I'm pretty sure she passed me, even though I had no idea what I was doing because she just liked me. Because I probably should have failed my biology class. And I definitely should have failed all of my math classes in high school. That's how it be. I think my teachers liked me, and they knew I tried hard. So they were like, I'm just going to give it to them. Yeah. And that's why I always wanted to be the teacher's pet. Oh, that I was going to be the teacher's pet. But I was like a low-key teacher's pet. Like, nobody really knew about it. Yo. I was just like that how kid. That I remember in fourth grade, my teacher looked at my mom and she said... I wish I had 30 of her. And I was like, You're like, oh my god. She's eight years old, and I was like, God, she mm -hmm. wants 30 of me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well behaved, chillins. Miss McDougal always used to say, just saying. After everything <laughs> that he said, Lindsay's <laughs> starting to pick up on the end stuff from Charlotte. If you if you really watch and you really listen to her sometimes. She'll end her shit with end stuff. <laughs> Charlotte does that. She'll look at you and be like, so yeah, this is what you gotta do and stuff. And then you do this and you mark it like this and stuff. And then you take it over here and you draw it on like this and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I don't what know is this extra stuff? I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love Charlotte though. She's like the cutest little hippie. <laughs> Her and her husband are my favorite people. They're so cute. She's the most mellow person I've ever fucking met. She's just so down to earth. Oh my god. What? So, on the on the um flight to San Francisco, I fucking lost my vape on the plane. Oh no. And that was after getting stuck in security for an extra thirty minutes. Why? Because I left a half-opened or a half-finished bottle of Snapple in my bag. And they were like, yeah, our machines just aren't, like, running it. So we have to run it again. And I was like, oh, my God. They scanned that shit four times. And DIA is fucking huge, you know? It is. So it took forever to get it through. But eventually they got it. They got it through, and they were like, yeah, I'm going to have to do a man manual search. And I was like, yeah, go for it. So he opened it up. He sees the bottle of Snapple, and he was like, oh, yep, this was it. So he puts that down, and he gives me my bag, and he was like, you're good. And I was like, okay. Later, in the hotel, like, after we got to San Francisco, I checked my um my bag. I had a fucking can opener in there. What? So... It's kind of a blessing in disguise that he found the Snapple, because I don't think I'm allowed to bring a can opener. I don't think you are. That can be considered That's a weapon, wrong. yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, why also did you have a can opener in your bag? Well, see now. <laughs> this is my real thing. <laughs> I packed tuna for lunch, like, okay, this is going to be gross. I packed it for, like... Already a bad start to a story. Yeah. <laughs> I was late for work, and I was like, okay, well, I should still get myself a lunch. So I grabbed just a can of tuna, and I didn't have time to prep or anything. So I grabbed that. I grabbed a whole bottle of mustard and mayo, put it that also in my bag, and then grabbed the can opener because I was like, oh, I know that if I, like we're out in the community, I'm not going to be able to open this fucking can, and I'm going to... Mm -hmm. 
there goes my lunch right there, you know? So I grabbed my pink can opener. And when I got to the office, I was like, okay, so the tuna and the condiments need to go into our fridge for right now. Keep them as fresh as long as possible. Did that. I was like, the can opener, that can stay in my bag. Fast forward to lunch. I ended up buying lunch and my <laughs> tuna is still in the fridge at work. Oh my God. As are my condiments. Nice. How do you? And my can opener was still in my bag. Did you not like look through your bag before you left for your trip? Girl, no. Bitch, you don't like reorganize your shit before you go on a trip like that? No, because I know everything's in there because I always mm-hmm. put it back in there. Always. Including I know it's in there. Apparently. <laughs> Well, and if I needed to open a can on an emergency, I would have been prepared. You know what? You could have gotten fucking arrested at DIA because they could have yeah. thought you were a fucking terrorist. Yeah, no. You're, you're, probably, pink can you're probably right. <laughs> Might have fucked with them a little bit, pull it out, and really just put it in their face. My little, <laughs> my little fucking Barbie can opener. No, you're getting mugged. <laughs> no, you're getting mugged. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for coming on my TED Talk. Are we ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is such a good... Oh, we have so many good things to start the podcast with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, ladies, gays, theys, grays, and the people that aren't them. Thank you for clicking on this episode of the podcast. Uh, today, uh, Chris is actually going to be leading our episode. Um, so I don't really have much to say right here. So why don't we go on to... All right. Before we find out about uh, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to do a little mental health check. For anybody who's new, who hasn't heard of these before, we just kind of check in with each other, see how we're doing mentally, just kind of like vent a little bit if we need to, you know, whatever the case may be. But yeah, wants to start first. Going on first in a while. Yikes. Are we being for real honest mental health check? Yes, honesty. For real honest mental health check. Well, I feel like this is something I haven't talked about yet on the podcast. And, um, so we're just gonna fucking money shot it right onto the table. Um, an interesting choice of words. I was about to say, you're making me nervous for what's about to come out of your pothole. No, there's nothing bad. It just, like, like, a lot of shit has just, like, been happening lately, and I feel like I haven't been, like, in a great mental place because of it, and, like, part of it is my living situation, and, like, things aren't really great with my roommate right now, so, like, when I'm at home, I'm, like, isolating myself in my room, and not, like, going out and using the rest of the house, or really interacting with my roommate or her girlfriend, and it's, like, really isolate like it's it's literally isolating like and it's like kind of lonely being at my house and like i like being there because i can like hang out with my cat but like he doesn't want to be in my room all the time and like i'm not gonna force him to stay in there all the time and like with all the shit that's been going on with my family i don't really talk to any of the family that i have here um that like still live in junction and so, like, that's kind of isolating. Like, the only family that I do still talk to lives in Denver and in California. And, um, yeah. So, like, shit has just been, like, honestly really rough lately. And, like, we're moving right into fucking depression season, which is a lot of fun. Um, 
but yeah so like honestly like things have been not terrible because like well yeah a little turbulent um money situation is also super fucked right now too which is always really fun on me but um yeah so like i don't know i've just been like struggling lately so to like wrap it all up my mental health check is gonna be what are our like three levels i know there's pretty good so you probably i'd say pretty pretty good yeah pretty good pretty great i was thinking like pretty good pretty i and then pretty bad all right so i'm doing pretty i i'm not gonna kill myself but I don't want to. Oh, love to hear that. Snaps in the chat for that. Yeah. Well, baby steps. Yeah. 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 Gotta start somewhere. Gotta start. And, like, it helps to, like, realize, like, kind of what the problems are. But Mm -hmm. I think finding a therapist would be the most helpful thing and also just like self-care like making sure you take time for yourself and make sure that even if you're not focusing on like your mental health necessarily just like making yourself feel good yeah like feel comfortable in whatever way you may need to do that but i just think prioritizing yourself and how you're feeling like if you need like a day and you just need to like pamper yourself like go to the store get like a face mask and like Get your favorite beer and then, like, go home and take a really hot shower, you know, like. And that's that's just my idea because, I, obviously, I'm a female and that's just kind of how I am. And, like, that's oh, what I feel good. would do. But I feel like you and Chris would probably do the same thing. Like, just to, like, kind of wind down and relax. Mm-hmm. Just, like, take a, like, nice long shower or a bath or, like, yeah. something. Just, like, really relax yourself for the day. Drink a shower beer. <clears throat> That's an option. <laughs> and you take a hot shower. Is that and... self care or alcoholism? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go next time? I guess so. <laughs> um, my mental health is pretty good for right now. Um. I just got back from my trip to San Francisco with my uncle. So that was super cool. We were there for four nights and no, three nights and four days. Um, I'm flying out to Denver on the 30th also and not the 31st. The 30th, uh... We get an extra day. Per. I'm trying to find a calendar real quick. It's I'll I'll look I'll look at a calendar in just a second. Right, I just remembered and I haven't told you. No, this. you're good. Yeah. Per. Um. So yeah, the San Francisco tr- that place <laughs> was a blast. Um. My uncle's been there like I don't know, like over thirty times or something like that. He used to own like a salon in San Francisco, so he used to have to travel there a whole bunch. So we knew, like, the ins and outs. Like, he knew the good places to go and the not-so-fun places to go. But, yeah, it was just a blast. It was it was a whole lot of fun to get away. I came back to work, and I had to work one day, and then it was the weekend, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's always nice. A nice ease back into work. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd say, overall, part of good. 
Snaps in the chat. All right. I guess I'll bring up the Rhea. I'd say my mental health check is good. It's. I hate saying that like my life is boring, but like it's boring in the best way. Like nothing super crazy is going on. Nothing like. I mean, it's kind of like Logan said. Like the holidays are kind of a tough time sometimes, but you know, mm-hmm. that's just how it be sometimes. Especially like, when you're like having issues with your family. Yeah. And then if you have like a. I was gonna say. I don't know. If you have, yeah, if you have family issues, there's mm-hmm. stuff on top of that. Yeah. It just, this season is a little bit stressful for me. <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of stuff, because, like, from the beginning of December to, like, mid-February, we have my birthday, then we have Christmas, then we have New Year, and then we have Brian and I's anniversary, and then we have Brian's birthday, yeah. and then we get a break. <laughs> yeah. So these next six months, um, gonna be a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh god, and we spend so much um, <clears throat> holiday season kills me. It really does. Yep. But overall these last few weeks I'd say my mental health has been really good. I we had our friend Stacy's party last weekend. We went to a Halloween party the weekend yeah. before that. So it's been it's been pretty good. And like yeah. I don't know. Things are just going pretty smooth, I'd say. Yeah. So mental health check? Pretty good. Uh, good shit. Yeah. Snaps in the chat. Claps in the club. Yeah, don't clap. Me too. Hell yeah. Second third eye, Chris. Yes. Huh? Yes. Second third eye. Yeah. And Starbucks gives it to me. Hell yeah. Starbucks 100% gives it to me. Um, well, okay, so, also be careful how hard you set your drink down, because that picks up in your mic. All right, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so yeah, just like Logan was saying, I'm going to go ahead and take the reins on this episode. Um, Because there's something I've been thinking about for the last couple weeks. And I just think, like, it's also, it's important to go over. So we talk about conspiracy theories a lot on this podcast. Like, me personally, I just have an interest in them because, I don't know, in my head, nothing's really ever what it seems like, you know. And so I think it's important to bring up conspiracy theories of the past that have since been proven correct to just give um, credit to the people that like did the research and came up with the conspiracy theory. Like they don't just pull it out of thin air. There's, there's reasoning behind it, you know? Mm -hmm. And because it's not, it's not all conspiracy theories. A lot of them end up to be true. You know? And conspira- conspiracy theorists get a really bad name. Like, I don't know why they have such a bad reputation. I mean, I know there's a couple bad eggs in the group because that's how it is in everything, no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing. But it's always the people that, like, use it to their advantage and then it all turns out to not be true. And that's when conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theories get a bad name because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, none of it must be true. Nothing must be actually what people are saying. 
It's so funny that you say that because that's one of my things. <laughs> but yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, conspiracy theories and cons- conspiracy theorists just get a bad rep. And but I don't know. It's definitely my thing. Like I just, I'm fascinated with conspiracy theories. I am too. Mm-hmm. There are those people that just kind of like catch your attention, and you're like, "Yo, what the hell?" Yeah. Well, especially when like, I feel like not all of them, but like a lot of conspiracy theories have truth in them, and like they started from something that was the truth, and that that like is the truth, and um, so like I don't know, they're just really interesting because like <clears throat> it's also fun to speculate about things, and like. That's, like, the best, like, form of speculation. Well, maybe not best, but, like, you know. You can just get creative. And half the time, you're probably fucking right. Right. All right. So, I guess with that being said, I will jump into my first conspiracy theory that was proven correct. All right. Big Tobacco, kind of like Big Pharma, but Big Pharma of the 1950s. So when when cigarettes and cigarette-related products started coming out, there's a lot of confusion as to who they were marketing to. Like at one point, it was believed they were marketing to children, you know? And even so, they... I don't know if there was like a court case or something, but they had to change their commercials, their their marketing strategy, because it was, it did l- seem like it was geared towards children. Well, and even uh, now, recently in the last five years, you could say the same thing because of the jewel yeah. pin. Yeah. So, uh, in the 1950s, cigarettes had been around for a little while like i mean people have been smoking tobacco forever but like mm-hmm. actual mass-produced tobacco rolled cigarettes were a fairly new thing and there was a whole bunch of studies going on about them a whole bunch of scientific studies um one of which was um on this thing called hold on it's right at the back of my head Ammonia chemicals. <clears throat> Ammonia chemicals allow a... What's in cat pee? Yeah, I mean, it's... Ammonia is in cat pee. It's, it's just a chemical. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't it's, realize that. It's an I didn't think people had it. I thought it was cancer. Yeah, it's, like a, it's just like a, it's a waste product. Gross. Yep. So studying these this ammonia chemistry, which pretty much just means um, allowing an inhalant, so a cigarette, nowadays jewels and everything or whatever, it allows um, the chemicals and whatever you're inhaling to get to your bloodstream and go to your brain faster <clears throat> so that it can affect your nervous system almost immediately. Um, all these tests and everything were finalized in the early 50s. That's when that's when they most of them finished. But no one knew for sure if 
they were bad at this time because tobacco companies they ran this they ran a huge monopoly like they it was pretty much like social media back then like they just had such a rule over the market mm-hmm. um and so a lot of the big companies all got together and kind of talked about what's best for all of them not as individual companies but as an industry the tobacco industry altogether hence the name big tobacco they got together and they decided that they would all start anonymously all these conspiracy theories like wacko super crazy without really any proof conspiracy theories about tobacco so that as these studies were coming out people weren't really sure what was true and what wasn't so most of the time yeah most of the time people would just assume that anything any conspiracy about tobacco products is just fake and they were totally fine oh that's why people thought cigarettes were good for you then huh yep god damn yep 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 um this this that is yeah, insane. and it's so fucking terrifying. It's it's like a, a a totally real thing, and it was an actual like it was they called it Operation Berkshire. I don't know what that means, but it had like an actual name to this whole thing. That's insane. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but you know, it ended up obviously to be true, like cancer causing and addictive like even at this time they weren't they weren't being told that like the chemical nicotine in it was an addictive substance they weren't even nobody knew that they were just like tobacco yeah Yeah. and it literally hearing about nicotine being addictive was a conspiracy theory Mm. so nobody believed it what the fuck yeah even though there was actual tests but big tobacco was still putting out all this fake stuff all this super crazy bullshit so nobody believed anything almost like propaganda to mm-hmm. make people believe that it's okay well and like people are sheep so if they think that it comes from a reliable quote unquote well, reliable source well, and in a case like that what they're doing is giving people all of this false information mixed with real information well, like, and then pe- they're making people think that they're making the decision like for themselves and somebody's like not choosing for them that's how like <clears throat> that's like how when he when you hear him explain it like that that's what ma- that makes me think of the democracy that we have that's capitalism in general full of the endless amounts of phone calls text messages mail that you've gotten from this last like election not to make it political but like just for example mm-hmm. talk about trying to fucking lead a horse to water Yep. So your idea, but, 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 but. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was my first example. I have a few more. Damn, that's wild. That is. Yeah. That makes so much sense, though. It's mm-hmm. And, like, Big Pharma probably took notes from them, because look at what they're doing right now with the fucking opioid thing. Yep. Well, not only that, but, like, the prices that they're charging people for life-saving medication. Yeah, pennies. Seven- Dollars for a fucking EpiPen, dude? Yeah. What the hell? Fucking ridiculous. $2,000 a piece? Like, whoa. For for what? Insulin? Insulin is naturally produced in our bodies, and they can create it in a lab. 
for like not not two thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Everything just makes me feel sick. If I think about it too much, it just makes me feel yucky. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yep. It's awful. <clears throat> All right. Next, I want to put a disclaimer out there. I am not talking trash on a religion. I am talking trash on the founders of this religion. Hell yeah. They are trash. The religion itself may have good ideas, ideals. And if it makes you a better person, I don't, it doesn't matter. We're not here to, we're not here to nitpick your religion. We're just here to talk about conspiracy theories. Exactly. Well, sorry. Good. Well, that was kind of the name of the game. We should talk everybody equally if it makes you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Scientology. Ah! Okay, we can talk okay, about this. Okay. We okay. Like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is going to show up at our house one day. <laughs> Blast us away. So, I don't remember the exact date that it was founded, but. Around the 1960s, it was like it was a big deal, and at this point, a whole bunch of celebrities had already announced that they are openly a part of the Church of Scientology. Um, so conspiracy theories around Scientology started developing when they saw pretty quickly how many big figureheads were openly just a part of it and um, advertising it. Like out of nowhere. Yeah. Literally out of nowhere. <clears throat> and so this got people wondering, like, okay, so how many other big people could be in this Church of Scientology? Like, people in our government, people in charge of making big decisions, you know? Just like the lizard people. Yeah. Um, well, after hiding it the best they could, eventually everyone found out that 5,000 Scientology members had conducted espionage with government agents and private organizations in the government. Are you going to ask what espionage is? Anyways, they had infiltrated the government to these big, these big people up in the government. Um, and... Uh, I don't know exactly how they found out, but eventually they found out. And the wife of the founder of Scientology ended up going to court for it. Wow. Dramatic page flip. Mm-hmm. Yes. She went to court for blackmailing the government, in fact. Blackmailing the government? The government. I mean, not the Black government as a whole, there. but certain individuals in the government. Well, she still, was in yeah, charge of and she pleaded guilty, and she's still in prison. Oh, oh! But this was actually does stuff sometimes. Well, yeah, when there's a when there's a group that's like trying to overthrow the government, they will. Yeah, when they're trying to expose them, right? Why do you think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? Because he was about to expose all the shit, and you know how many political people he was fucking yeah. yeah, his black book. When I said kill himself, that was in air quotes. Y'all can't see that, but quote-unquote. Um, 
And just a side note, this was the biggest infiltration of the U.S. government to this day. Damn. Oh my god. They had their hands in everything. 5,000. Fucking crazy. When was this? What year was this? I don't remember. It was in the 1960s. Like, I think late late 1960s when it was finished. When everybody and their mom was doing drugs. Yep. Fucking... And all the conspiracies about Scientology were also just conspiracies up until they weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very. Well, like, look at today. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so this one, this one is going to seem. Okay, this one's just about. The government spying on us, which like nowadays it's common knowledge, right? You literally just nodded your head. Like that's the response I expect. <laughs> but back before like the 2000s, they were still spying on us and nobody knew. And there was just conspiracy theories about it. But everybody was like, no, like they have no need. Like, why would they want? Why does my life impact them at all? But. They sure were. Yeah. That's hard. Do you guys remember you saying that? I think it was on The Simpsons that they did it. But it was a scene, and it was a big, huge space. It was like a fucking NASA-type thing, where there's like a massive screen in front of everybody. There's a whole room full of people. They're all on telephones, like, shoulder to shoulder. And they have, like, little computers in front of them, and they're, like... It's in the Simpsons They're, like, heat scanning, and they're, like... He Mm -hmm. jumps up, and he's, like, I found them! They're talking on the phone! That, you saying that, reminds me of that scene in my head. Yeah. And, like... That, like... That's a thing that actually... Like, as... That's probably, like, super dramatized, you know, whatever, but... That's what... That's what the government does. They literally sit, and they just listen. That's all they that is fucking listen. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> but nobody, it wasn't proven up until like the early 2000s. And then a couple years after 9-11, they got, they got caught. <sighs> I wish I remembered exactly what it was, but they were, they were forced, uh, they were being confronted. And so they came out and said, yeah, like, this is everything that we're watching you on. This is everything that we're controlling. But we're doing it for safety. We're making sure that all the U.S. citizens are safe. But, yes, we're watching you, and we're going to continue to watch you. Mm-hmm. No privacy. Zero. Zero privacy. All in the name of <laughs> fucking nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Yep. Real to fucking like who the fuck knows. Yep. So, like if you're doing an investigation, I get it. But like the common people, like what? Why? And like I said, it's common knowledge that we know that now. Like everybody just kind of knows that. It's fact. Look at the fucking government coming out saying that aliens existed right when the fucking pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. They just kind of pick and choose things that are convenient that people can really fixate on so that they don't focus on other well, things. Well, look how long the aliens 
were a conspiracy theory. Like since like Roswell. the fucking sixties, dude. Well, yeah. And then they created the fucking X Files. The entire show of the X Files is about conspiracies about aliens and the government working with aliens, working against people, and like now we literally have documents saying that there are people that are in our government that have been in contact with beings that aren't from our planet that and they have like been in contact with them for fucking years and they've been on our planet for years and like they just released all that information like it was no big deal after they had literally killed people and made people disappear yeah and like and like drove people crazy Mm -hmm. saying that it didn't happen and fucking gaslighting them to the nine yeah exactly yeah. Everything's gonna be a conspiracy theory until it just isn't anymore. Yeah. I mean, okay, hold on, hold on. That was yeah, a blanket right. statement. There are right. some things, no. Like the fucking, I don't know if Flat Earth is a conspiracy theory. That's, but... See, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Like, that's not fucking true. And, like, it never will be. Oh, are you about to say that it is gonna be true? No, I was not, but I was like... <laughs> you did the head tilt, you did, like, the Britney Broski, like... <laughs> Like, mm. It's because I thought about it. I'm like, in 20 years, we're going to have to delete this episode. Because <laughs> they're going to come out and be like, mm, okay, yeah, it's flat. You got us. <laughs> you got us. You're like, oh shit, how did we miss this? Yeah. How did we miss that we are the rectangle and everything else is the circle? Plot twist. <laughs> we just look like Fillory does. <laughs> uh, okay. No, but, and then I have just one more to, and this is a very well-known one, but again, it just, it's an extreme. Um, MKUltra. That one's spicy. It's spicy as hell. And everybody, everybody should know what this is, but in case you don't. Yeah. Like, we should really talk about this. MKUltra. Fuck that. Yeah. So these government agents, like, <clears throat> one way they did it was uh, testing different drugs, mainly LSD and DMT, on prisoners because they weren't considered people anymore and they had no rights. And they also did it at universities because um, it was a whole lot of people all jammed in one place that sometimes lived there. And the last way they did it is they also hired hookers to drop people to hotel rooms, give the hooker, like, water that they're supposed to give to the person, and once they were drugged, government would swoop in and snatch them, and then continue to drug them. My god. And write down all the results, and... They were literally having people roofie other people. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Well, that's shit, I mean... It's not the first time that they've ever done that either, which is right, sad. right. But like all this stuff about the government, it's I don't understand why people get so turned off by conspiracy theories. I'm like, mm-hmm. history repeats itself, you guys. Like, like look at the it's, it's ha- some some form of that is probably happening right now. I mean, exactly. okay. look I at the know, I sound too crazy. A fucking fluoride in our water. Kind of wild. That and that that was such a big thing that was talked about for so long, and then it just like 
died. Yeah. yeah. No there was, there was a whole anymore. episode on Parks and Rec about whether or not Pawnee should have fluoride in its water. Like a whole ass episode. Oh, I, I totally remember it. Mm-hmm. Wild. And but, stuff like that permeates through, like, media. And then, like, I, oh, it's, I don't know, it's weird. It, and that's what I'm saying. The government just has... The mass media believe the conspiracy theories are just that. Like, they're goofy, no proof or anything, but... Yeah, and that's what that... It's episode. just not... Yeah. Oh. It's just not, not fucking true. Um, so, yeah. So, eventually the government had to come out about that as well. Through the Freedom of Information Act. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was... I mean... It is what well, it is. The thing was... Well, because the... Papers for MKUltra got released, um, it was, like, a year or two, but either, it was either, either a year or two before, like, all the shit with the aliens came out, um, or it was, like, along with that. Um, it was definitely but, before. Okay, and, like, I honestly don't remember where I was going with that, but, it's just, it's just fucking wild, I totally <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> No, I totally agree. Yeah, it's, like, no. The government was like, nah. <laughs> if I can accomplish anything with this episode, it's to make at least one more person be more thoughtful about conspiracy theories and not dismiss them. Yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah. Because half the time, especially when it has to do with our government, like, nobody really knows the things that are government is willing to do to like keep america a country and like whatever they believe they have to do to like protect us or control us or whatever the fuck um oh that was a hair um and like there there's just literally nothing that they won't do they brought they shipped drugs into this country said that they came from somewhere else to start a war with another country and to make our borders so that we can the government can just be racist pieces of shit and not let anybody through because they're from Mexico or because they're from because they're regular yeah and like it I don't know like there's you just can't trust the government and like conspiracy theories like you like you've been saying like half the time they turn out to be true and like mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a little bit of truth in all of them and, like, you really just have to look for yourself and, like, look at... Don't look at the conspiracy theory, but, like, look at the way that it affects people. Look at people's reactions to it. Look at, mm. like, if people... Like, if a lot of people believe that a conspiracy theory is fake and, like, there's a lot of media coming out about a conspiracy theory or, like, you see it being made fun of in a show or... Like, just think about it. Like, think about yeah, if somebody's yeah. trying to push something on you or if... Well, and that being said, just, like, do your due diligence. Like, if mm-hmm. it's something that comes up a lot or something that, like, strikes you in some weird way, research it. Oh. Do your own research, figure out how you feel about it, and then make an opinion on it. Don't go strictly based off the internet. Don't mm-hmm. go strictly based off TV shows. Don't even go strictly based off the people that you surround yourself with. You have your own mind. Make your own decisions about the information that comes at you. Yeah, and try yeah. to... Like, not be biased, because, like, the best kind of opinion and, like, the best kind of viewpoint is an unbiased one. Mm-hmm. 
because it like allows you to see things from other perspectives and like put yourself in other people's shoes. Yeah, into it with an open mind for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you should live life. Just live life with an open mind, and don't mm-hmm. don't discount anything just because you personally haven't done it, seen it, whatever. Yeah, you know exactly. Some may feel like some people are exaggerating, but you know sometimes that's just their personality. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean. Do you guys have anything else to say? That was pretty much all I had planned for it. I don't think so. That was a good episode. Well, are you guys ready for some song recommendations? Oh. My God, am I? I have mine already. Do you guys have yours? No, you can go first. Okay. All right. So the song that I'm going to recommend for this episode, I... uh, I don't want to do repeats a whole... I mean, not no repeats of a song. But I yeah. don't want to do repeats of an artist either. But this is like the third fucking song that I've recommended from Queen Irby. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's so good. She just came out with like two new songs. I'm pretty sure she's about to drop an album. Very excited. Bleh. But this song is called 5D. Like the number five and the letter D by Queen Irby. That's Queen with a V. Um, it's just, she's a rapper. She's like a spiritual rapper, which is a very weird combination, but I live for it. No, dude, her songs are so good. And she's starting, she's starting to pop up in like, like ads and like, like there's this true ad I always see on Snapchat and it's that song where she's like, um, something, something silhouette. Uh, and then it's like, like it just goes fucking hard. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah. So good. It is so good. So that's my song. Hell yeah. Go check it out. I promise it's good. It's real good. Everybody will like it. Anything by Queen Ruby, honestly. That's yeah. Fair. Like, right. I have. Oh, go ahead. Oh. No, you go ahead. Mine was going to be kind of stupid. No, it's okay. Just say it. I was going to say, I have, like, three people, four people that I listen to, like, the most, and I'll just, like, have certain days where it's it's um, Quinn92, Madonna, Lady Gaga, and Queen Irby. Like, I'll have entire days where I just shuffle all of their songs. Because they yeah. all have a pretty wide discography, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can listen to like different songs all through the day, but just depending on what mood I'm in. Oh yeah. I'm here for it. Oh shit, is this a new? Cute little smile. I just found a song and it was in a throwback and I just got really excited because it revamped all the shit. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, The song that I chose, so... I've been in a really weird mood lately where I, like, don't want to find new music because I'm just, like, in that phase right now. Mm. Like, sometimes I'm like, I want to find all the new music. I will listen only to my Discover Weekly just to find new songs. Yeah. But lately, I've been, like, I just really like watching, like, TV, documentaries. Like, I don't know why music just doesn't satisfy me anymore, but... One day, I was, like, really in a music mood, and I turned on a 2010s playlist, Mm. 
and pink came in, and let me tell you, my little 10-year-old self just about fucking exploded. Yeah. So, I love pink in her entirety. All of her songs are just fucking masterpieces. Absolutely. Um, one of the songs that I'm going to recommend is Slut Like You off of her The Truth About Love album. Uh, like I said, all of her songs bust. This album in specific, me and my mom would bump this. We listened to this, I shit you not, for almost a year. Dude, this was our favorite CD to listen to. Oh my god, and Pink is just amazing. She is just... She's so different. Like, she's not like any other artist that I've ever really heard. Like, she just really knows who she is, and she knows her sound, and I like that about her. I totally Um, agree. That was my suggestion, and it just reignited my fucking passion for Pink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. And for anyone who's curious, the way she spells it is P exclamation mark NK. Yeah. Just in case it doesn't come up or something, I don't know. Yeah. It's like panic with their exclamation point, but a little different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, love you already, homie. I think so. I'm gonna do the other one. Okay, so the song that I'm recommending um is I I just really like songs that are like kinda funky and like I heard this one at work and our coworker and I kind of have the same taste in music and she's the one who showed me this song. Um it's called Lunar Eclipse by <laughs> Fulton Lee. Um, yeah, I don't have much, I, it's just kind of like a funky song, like it's, most of the songs that I recommend are like kind of bubbly and like cute, and that's how this one is, um, with a little bit of funk in there, so, yeah, not much to say about it, but I think y'all should go check we it out. about to get funky. <laughs> yeah. Just I a little like bit of funk in there. I like them round. I like them. I don't know. I, I like them. I, I like them. Like I like them round. I like them funky. You know, me thinking of Madagascar every time I hear that fucking song. Oh, God. They just ruined my fucking childhood. A name so nice, you gotta say it twice. (laughs) I love that movie. Madagascar 2 was so good. Unmatched. Both of them. So many quality childhood movies. The sequels were actually good. True. The Shrek sequels bust up until I Rumpelstiltskin. I liked them all. You can say that. I liked them all. That one was really like that's the one where it's like, do the roar. That's where that fucking came from. (laughs) I love that. No, I love Shrek. My mom said when I was a kid, I used to like beg. From the ages of, like, three to five, I used to just beg to watch Shrek, and I'd watch it every day. Little kid Logan was like, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen that video on YouTube, go watch it. Yeah, look it up. So, be, be traumatized like the rest of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was traumatized at band camp, so. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, It'll happen eventually. Band if it camp is where you see all the cursed videos. Always. True. <laughs> Well, I think that just about wraps up our song recommendations. Um, go check those songs out. They're on the Minorities Recommendations playlist on Spotify and on Apple Music. 
Um, and yeah, that wraps up our conspiracies that turned out to be true episode. Go ahead and tell us what you thought of it. Hell yeah. Um, you can do that by emailing us at theminorities at gmail.com. That's minorities with a T-E-A-S at the end. Um, you can also follow us wherever you're listening on. Um, we're, like Chris just said, um, where you can find our playlists, you can also find our podcast. Um, and you can also find us on Podbean, the OG, uh, Amazon Podcast, Pandora, um, where literally anywhere you get those beautiful sounds pumped right into your ears. Yeah, and you can also keep up with us um, on Instagram, which is at the minorities, just like the email. Um, you can also stay up to date with us on TikTok at the official minorities. <laughs> and yeah just get in contact with us we'd love to hear from you guys we're trying to get more people to reach out because we'd love to hear stories yeah if you guys have certain topics you want to hear just shoot us a message and let us know Mm -hmm. and if there's stories that like i know we don't have like a ton of people um but like if you have something you want to share but you don't necessarily want us to like share who's sharing the story with us you can just say that in your message yeah just be anonymous we can talk about it in our episode and keep um, your name out of it, but get the juicy tea from you. And if you guys want to have like a Q&A with us, we can do that yeah. too. Just like a little get to know us kind of thing. We can try and do like a like a live on Instagram or something if we can. Just see if we can get a few more people to talk to us. Yeah, do something. Just a little something. Yeah. We'll think of something to do, but try and get in contact with us. We'd love to yeah. hear from you guys. We do this for you, so we would love to know how you guys are feeling about exactly. it. Exactly. Our Gmail inbox remains empty, so... <laughs> and, and we'll, we'll see, see you next, next time. time. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> well, ha- well, there's got to be a good one out of the yeah. fucking five that we did. True. I bet you there's not. <laughs>